Oh, that's great. That's good to know. <laughs> Psycho girl, Chris. Skin me alive. What? So 201, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. 201, the space oddity. (laughs) (laughs) The show oddity. Uh, Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. You know, the the breakdown of the live show that we do on Sunday night, starting at 6 o'clock on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Come join the fun because you never know what will happen when we do show live. We don't even know. <laughs> That's because I'm unpredictable, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I'm loco SA. The only thing he's consistent on is being inconsistent <laughs> <laughs> and gassy. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, um, so here in part one, um, we answer a little bit of we answer a comment. Uh, from uh, we, we yeah. respond to a comment on our Facebook page. Yes, um, we find out where what was big in the box office this weekend. Kind of surprising. Yes, we catch up on everyone's week. Yes, um, we give a review of uh, an old movie. Well, we get a review from Bruce's ever seen. Um, Stacy's back on the show again, <laughs> and she gives her review on The Watchmen, the director's yes. cut. We yeah. talk about that for a little bit. Yes. Um, I mean, that pretty much. Is there anything else that we talk about there? No, you 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 knocked on all the buttons. They hit there all the go. buttons. There you go. It's almost as if I was there. <laughs> almost. Almost. <laughs> so yeah. So sit back and relax, and I'm sure we'll have a little something something for you at the end. <laughs> and welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. Boy, boy, I said boy, boy. Ah, my name is Sean. <laughs> <laughs> You might be wondering, well, because I, I was so hot and I'm fanning myself. Like, I got the vapors because it's hot in the studio because we got no circulating air. Yeah. So now I'm going to be talking like a, like a southern gentleman all show. Load and load. Oh, he needs a big hanky to wipe your brow. Dab, get myself a white suit, and grow myself a okay, hair all white. <laughs> Call me Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so hi Ed, how are you this fine evening? Good, good. Before we start though, we also have Stacy with us again uh, in the studio. Yeah, I, yes we do. But he I doesn't don't care about me anymore. No, that is not true. My question though is, is that because she's like she's a stand-in all the time <laughs> now. I don't know if we should go. It's it's Ed, it's Sean, it's Stacy, it's Geeksters. Like I don't know if. Uh... No, I don't want to do that. Okay, that's fine. There you go. There you go. That answers that question. All right, there you go. That answers that question. Something we should have discussed before we went on air. 
she'll just be uh, standing third mic every once in a while, so she can just chime in. She doesn't have to be a part of the show, but she can put her two cents in whenever she wants. I have ten cents. Your two cents is free? Oh! Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, how was your week? I'm kind of long. Long, huh? Yeah, work is kind of sucking on me, but, you know, <laughs> it's work. You know, it's a job. <laughs> it's a job. It's a J-O-B. Um... It was not bad. I mean, outside of the the employment area, it was fine. Um, I got my big game Tuesday. Mm. Oh, No Man's Sky, which we'll talk about a little later on the show. Of course, you know. Um, but uh, I think you know. Did we do anything exciting? Yeah, we did. What did we do? <laughs> we dog sitted Ella. Yes, we were dog sitting Ella. Oh, okay. Now, if everyone knows and. I think I mentioned on the show that it was Ellen Otis and Otis passed away. Yeah. I really don't like to talk about it because I, I, my, 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 I'm, I'll, I'll never be over it because yeah. <laughs> Otis was my boy. I wish I had a drink at the pool and out for him. <laughs> yeah, I'll lay with the electronic equipment. Yeah. <laughs> I'll break a milk bone when you get outside. That's for my homie. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, she. I mean, but it's dog sin. Ella's a good dog. Mm. But they both were good dogs, or are good dogs, except now it's just half the amount. <laughs> but I think Ella's a good dog. Um, uh, she, Ella's a, Ella's a cuddler. Yeah. And she's not really big on cuddling animals. It's not that I don't like cutting, cuddling animals. I want to cuddle them on my time. So when it's like 6 o'clock in the morning and Ella jumps on the bed and tramples all, not all over him, all over me. <laughs> And wakes me up and then goes over to him and, like, calmly paws at him. Like, he didn't, he didn't get trampled. I got trampled. Well, you're new, so that's why. That's probably why. Well, made me mad because I'm like, Ella, get the fuck off of me. Like, get off of me. And she's, I don't like for dogs to lick me, like, anywhere. <laughs> don't, don't lick me, especially in the face. It's the quickest way to make me mad. All dogs do it, though. Like, Olga does it. Ella does it. My mom's dogs do it. Like, it's a dog thing. Yeah. But I still don't like it. I don't care if it's their thing or not. I don't like to be licked by dogs. I don't like it. Their mouths are gross. They lick their buttholes. I don't care if they say their mouth is cleaner. They eat their own ass. And I don't like that. <laughs> so, like, that was really my biggest complaint with Ella. But he went to work Saturday. As soon as he left, she was a completely different dog. Which is funny. Because Olga's the same way. <laughs> like as soon as him and his dad aren't home Olga's my best friend best friend she doesn't care about the shoes she doesn't care that I, I go near anything that's dad she doesn't care at all the minute they get home she's a completely different dog right. Ella was the same way Ella was the same way she was my best friend and what was funny is like he would be like Ella let's go out and she wouldn't move and then like a few seconds later I'd be like Ella let's go out and she would follow me out and I'm like she likes me more than you now that's fine. That's why you get trampled on. Yeah, because <laughs> usually when, when when before you moved up here and I would watch him, Ella would just come over to the side of the bed that I'm sleeping on and just kind of like lick my face, like <laughs> you know, <laughs> to get hey hey I gotta pee. Like and it's anywhere between six a.m. and seven a.m. Like clockwork. I can you could set your watch that somewhere between six and seven o'clock you're gonna get licked in the face by Ella to go hey I gotta go out. Yeah. You know so. Saturday night, Saturday, you know, when I woke up, it was to her really kind of going, hey, hey, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, I got to go out. Excuse me. Hey, mister, mister. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you're sleeping and all, but I need to pee now. 
you know, so it was like I got up, put her out, went back to bed, you know. Um, she's a she's a good dog, you know. Okay. And then we um, well, next week we're going to the Renaissance Fair. Nice. So she, as typical girl, typical girl, needed a new needed a new outfit for. Them. I did. I did. I can't just wear like a regular t shirt. That's not. I mean, he can. He's a guy. It'll be all black anyway, so it's fine. But I cannot. Like, it has to be something that's even remotely close to, like, light and airy with, like, some cute little designs on it. Like, it's got to be something that slightly looks the part. Right. You know what I mean? So I told him, I was like, babe, we need to go to the mall because I need a new shirt. So let's go right now. Let's go. Just randomly decided it's time to go shopping. So we did. Um, Actually didn't even find a shirt at the mall in all the stores that I, I found one at Lane Bryant because you know, for that y'all don't know me, I'm not this, I'm not itty bitty. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, I can't go to the regular stores because they start the size to stop at like 12. It's not me. So we went to Lane Bryant. Lane Bryant's a really expensive store though. Mm. Good quality clothing. Mm. Like, you know, if you buy a shirt or a pair of jeans or something from there, you're going to have it for a little while. Mm. But the shirt that I, that I wanted was a $62 shirt. Shirt. So, shirt. Um, not yeah. outfit. No, shirt. Shirt. And it wasn't even like, it was like a blouse, you know, but right. looked really peasanty. It was like a really pretty maroon color with like um the sleeves and it was really, really peasanty. Like would have fit the part perfectly. So I was going to go try it on and then looked at the tag and was like, fuck that. I'm not spending $62 If you want to look poor, you got to spend the money. No, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that. It's not happening. I, I believe it was the plot in the first Zoolander. <laughs> Derelict. <laughs> um, so we actually ended up going to Target, which was way easier. We should just went there to begin with. And he picked the shirt out. He was like, babe, what about this one? And then got one that was... Way too big. Look, I didn't say it was a home run bullseye. <laughs> I was like, hey, what about this one? Just grabbed it and I was like, it's got like a little flower, like a little holy pattern on there. They're not holy, like in religious, but like it, you can see through it. Yeah. And it looks kind of peasant, like the stuff that she's already been looking at. And I was like, hey, what about this one? And she was like, oh, okay. And then she had a look. She's like, well, that's way too big. I'm like, look, I didn't say I was accurate. I said I was, it wasn't like, you know when you throw darts and you get a bullseye and it's right in that red hole? Yeah. This was kind of like on the outer ring. Yeah. So it still counts as it's 25 points, not 50 points. So I was like, you know what? That's close. That's close. And you got all day. And we <laughs> walked and we walked and we walked with like Willow Grove Mall. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. Um, but after that, we went and got bubble tea, which is like a, a Asian drink. Um, that he's never had before, but I am addicted to. Mm. Like, my theory was if I was having a bad day at work on my lunch break, I would just go get a bubble tea because instantly it just makes my whole day better. So we went and got that. They didn't do it the way that I wanted them to do it, but it was still really good. <laughs> I will, I'll go back. For my know. first time, it was, it was Kung Fu Tea. And Kung it's, Fu Tea. Yeah, and it's on Common Avenue, so it's like close to the target. I was like, we can kill two birds with one stone. This is great, you know? Yeah. And <clears throat> I've never had it before, so... Like, I'm not, I can't be like, she's like, well, they didn't do it right. I'm like, I, how am I going to know? Like, <laughs> you know? So I got a, I'm, I'm a little known fact about Sean. I love passion fruit. Uh-huh. It's my, one of my favorite fruits. Right. But it's not like you can just walk into a supermarket. Yeah, always the passion fruit at. <laughs> so you kind of have, to, I kind of have to take it where I can get it kind of thing. <laughs> Make your own joke there, folks. <laughs> So they had like a passion fruit, like slushy kind of thing. And yeah. I was like, I'll take one of that. And he asked if I wanted, what's it called? Uh, something jelly? Um, I don't know the Asian name for it. 
but it's basically um, strips of a harder jello that they put at the bottom of your drink. Uh-huh. Um, I don't like the jello. I'm a boba kind of girl, and boba is like these little bitty ball things that essentially pop in in your mouth when you drink them, and they kind they have like juice filled with them. So like okay. as soon as you bite into it, it's like bam, you know, like huge explosion of all this juice in your mouth. It- I love boba. Can eat it by itself. Like I don't even need the drink. Just give me like a whole cup of boba, and that works for me. They had tapioca balls, which are like the consistency of um. Tapioca balls, one that I don't like boba added. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to put a. A scoop of tapioca. In. No, because that's like a pudding, but that's okay. not what this is. It's like a, if you were to put a gummy bear at the bottom of your drink uh-huh. and let it sit for a little while, you know, it get like that slimy on the outside. And yeah. I'm funny about textures. Yeah. So I, did, I didn't want that. It tastes good. It's real sweet. Kind of tastes like a honey. You know what I mean? Like taste wise, it's really good. It's the texture of it that I don't, I can't handle. So I didn't get anything in mind. I just got like a pineapple slush, but it was still really, really good. Um, Bubble tea is really good, but I'm still looking for my bubble tea. So we'll try another place next time and hope to God that they have the right boba in there. See, and I had, since I had the jellies, it was, like like she said, like little strips of, like, gelatin. Yeah. I mean, it had to be jelly because jello is a a trademark, you know? (laughs) But it was really good. It was like, ooh, look, I'm chewing on something. There's no, I didn't, it's funny, it didn't feel like there was an actual taste of the jelly because I it was overpowering. It wasn't as overpowering as the passion fruit was. Yeah. So I was like, I really like this. Like, this might be my, my thing. <laughs> like on the way home from work, kind of go, fuck, I'm get myself a, uh, what do you call it? Passion fruit slushy. Just kind of come home. Like, and that's what I used to tell him. Like I would, I'd be like, you know, I had a bad day today. I'm not going to call you at lunchtime. Cause I'm going to get bubble tea to like fix my day. And he's like, well, I don't even know what that is. But the hype for me is really, really real. Like, he would be like, Stacey, once a week you're going to get this bubble tea. Like, what is, I don't understand why you're so into it. So we looked it up and Googled different places that we could go and then found the one right across the street from the Target. And we went to that one. And like I said, it was good. Like, it, it was good enough for me to be like, okay, this will suffice until I can find what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it was okay enough for me to be like, okay, when I really start fiending for it, uh, babe, go to Kung Fu Tea. And get me a pineapple slush because that's what I want. <laughs> it won't be like, hey, baby, give me the keys so I can go to Kung Fu no. TV. <laughs> Boy, go get me a bubble tea. Right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, honey poo. Right. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> and it really is like literally around the corner. It's super, super close to the house. Yeah. So it'll take five minutes to get there. You 15 minutes. Where's my bubble tea? And why aren't you back yet? You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you're not the only one who wants it. Uh, apparently, it's me and a bunch of confused-looking guys in line going, <laughs> your girl? Yeah, my girl. Uh, dude, I know what you're talking about. Like, that, exactly. That, that look that both guys give you going, dude, yeah, chick, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah my, yep, yep. <laughs> um, we... oh, she's, uh, oh, you wrecking the joint? Oh, okay. It wasn't even opened yet. Okay. Um, we, I am more caught up on Once Upon a Time than he is. So this weekend, since we had nothing to do, he got caught up. Like, I'm well, not completely up. caught up. I'm, like, mm. about halfway through season five. Okay. But he's, like, the first few episodes of season three, and they're really, really long seasons. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, we're going to catch up on this so that I can continue. Because I tried to start off on my own where I was after me and him had started off where he left off. Mm. And it conf- I confused myself because it's like, okay, I know what's going on where he's watching 
and then I know what's going on while I'm watching, but I was getting them mixed up, like okay. the story of it, yeah. so I had to stop until he gets caught up, and then we can pick up where I left off at. But that's going to take forever. So, basically, Ed, I'm starting to binge watch Once Upon a Time. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Um, it's, well, I was a fan of the show when it started. Mm. I like the idea of Disney using their properties in live action stuff. And, hey, this is how they're all interconnected. Everything's connected. Everything. And it was interesting. Like, like the season three, which is what we're watching, is uh, Pan is in it. And mm. he's a dick. You know, it's not the happy-go-lucky kid that you think he is. He's more like, oh, he's a prick. And you find out his backstory, and they introduce Ariel into it now. So I'm like, all right, this is... Um, I I find that kind of fascinating, like, the, the modern-day interpretation of these characters. Like, what would, you know, like, how are they all intertwined? I'm, I'm It's kind of like soap opera-ish, mm-hmm. but I kind of like the soap opera part. Kind of like... Uh, but though... Snow White and Prince Charmer annoy the fuck out of me on he a constant. Hates them, hates them. I cannot stand me. <laughs> everything will be fine. Just trust us. Trust that there's a thing, a fate for everything, and everything will work out. My kid just got kidnapped. He might be at death door. Don't fucking tell me everything will work out. I need some action, you bitch. Like, oh, it gets so mad watching it. He hates her. It's hates it, her. it's this this. <laughs> It's like I just want to reach into the TV and go, whoosh, wake up. <laughs> Life ain't fucking perfect. Stop acting like it is. Why do you have to be all perfect? I hate him. Hate him. <laughs> he really does. He gets so mad. Every time <laughs> shows her mouth, he's like, oh, stupid. Because <laughs> yeah. it really is like, oh, here I am bleeding and I'm dying. And she just walking and goes, it'll be fine. You have to have hope. Yeah, you know what? Fuck you. I had a person named Hope once, and they were a bitch. Let's go. <laughs> like, you know? Like, no. Like, oh, I'm hurting. Oh, you have hope. You have to have hope. Things will always turn out better. Why? Sometimes things, just bad things happen for no apparent reason. And you just can't get, you just got to go through it. You can't get over it. You can't get around it. You just have to deal with it. Not fucking Snow White. It's like, <laughs> no. No, everything will be fine. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Bitch, it could be the headlight of the oncoming train for all you know. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> it gets me so angry. So I hate I hate that all oh, sunshine and rainbowy kind of crap. It's like, oh, I really just want to just want to throat punch her. <laughs> like, like, I just I want to t- I want to take Grumpy's pickaxe and just slam it right in her head <laughs> and go, oh, how are you going to get out of this one, white? <laughs> I mean, outside of her and her relationship with Prince Charming, I like the show. Like, I can't wait. I can't wait to see Ursula. I mean, I can't wait to see the Cruella de Vil part comes in to play. You know, I'm going to see how it all plays out. Right. You know? Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's my ass. <laughs> All right, so uh, and what about you? Anything? Uh, well, I started watching. Uh, I got halfway through of uh, Firefly. I've never watched Firefly. So you got six episodes, seven episodes, seven episodes, fourteen okay. episodes, and uh, I can see why people like the show, but I also can see why it got canceled. Well, okay, you got to keep in mind too. The reason why it got canceled was because their first episode was episode six. Yeah. So. Fox right away were, were playing them out of order, so they had no way of getting any kind of character development. It was like, yeah, here's episode six to start off, and you're going, who are these people? What's going on? And then, like, two episodes later, it's episode one. You're like, what? Huh? 
and and it's all it was on it was the death night it was friday night nine for 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 them for a while mm. i mean eh, I, think I mean it is it's an enjoyable show i mean i, I do like the whole like kind of like cowboy theme uh, space cowboys space cowboys you know kind of rem- reminiscent of when they tried to introduce star trek in the 60s and they were talking about it's like it's like uh, cowboys in space is how they how gene reiner right. used to sell the show so it was kind of interesting that way but then i'm like they kind of fall out of every once in a while. They fall out of that cowboy kind of feel to it, right? And it's kind of like, yeah, it could have been a little bit better, you know. But I think for you know for uh, what's his name's uh, Josh Sweet, Josh Sweet's you know triumphant you know show, it's not bad. All right, okay. Yeah. Like so right now, there's a whole bunch of people listening to the show going, "We're gonna talk shit about Firefly. We're gonna riot." <laughs> you know, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna watch the second <laughs> half, and and you know, I'm gonna go the full mile. And, and you know, let, me, let me know. You have the, the movie Serenity. Uh, I think I do. I have to check. I have to double. Because if not, you can borrow it from me. Because it kind of uh, buttonholes the whole thing. Or? Yeah, it's it's actually would be considered the finale of that short run series because um, after it got canceled, he went around and shopped for it, and Fox was kind of giving him some shit. Going, no, it's our show. Fuck you. You can't take it anywhere else. And Jocelyn was like, you know what? Fuck you. I want to make a movie out of it. And then Universal, I think, was like, okay, well, it's got a cool following, so we'll make money off of it. Here's a budget. And then he kind of. It's, it would be kind of, I would call it like the finale for mm. the show. It was really good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's I can't shame. wait. Anything else you do this week? No. That's about it. I mean, yeah, of course, we did see a movie on Thursday with, uh, you know, a Thursday night movie, and we saw The Watchmen, the director's cut. Mm. And I know we've watched Watchmen <laughs> in the theater, and I, I, I think I've seen the director's cut once. And did you see director's cut, Sean? Um, I, okay, well, before no, the, this. Yes, I have. Okay. I saw it when I first got it, because when it first came out, it was, um, Blu-ray was still relatively new mm-hmm. at the time when it was coming out. And Warner Brothers, very every once in a while, Warner Brothers, I think, does a really good idea that I wish they'd do more of. This had Zack Snyder in between like certain parts of the movie, kind of pause the movie, zoom out, and there he is standing between two, like, two monitors, mm-hmm. and he starts talking about the movie. And then he goes into, like, this is how we did this effect. And you go over to the other monitor, and he shows you, like, he kind of, it's like almost like watching a film class, in a way. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, a fact track, like, um, to kind of give you, like, a what, what what's going on historically in this, I would call parallel universe, because there's Nixon wasn't president in the 80s. Right. Didn't last one term, or didn't, let alone three. He did last two terms? Yeah, he got... One and a half? Yeah, one and a half. Okay. One, yeah. I was a kid. I was just born. What do you want? Not like I was <laughs> up on... Like, well, well, the only reason why... Coming I... out of the womb going, so what's going on with that Nixon guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only reason why I know is because... Uh, well, from history class, but then also the fact... Yeah, I know. But then there was a documentary. It was Nixon on Nixon, and it talked about... I saw that porn version. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyway, it was a documentary <laughs> on HBO that uh, it was all, all of his audio tapes, all the tapes that he used to record everything right. in the White House. Like, if you, you had an office in the meeting, he had a, a recorder that a lot of people didn't know exist. Only his close cabinet members knew that, that those tapes exist. So now, like, now he's gone and, and they have the tapes and all. They, you they, find out what an anti Semitic bastard he was? Oh, yeah. He's, he, was a, he was a paranoid psycho, is basically what, what it comes down to it. I mean, some of the things used to come out of his mouth in these tapes it's just like wow i can't believe this is a guy who was our president you know makes trump <laughs> look like a pretty good guy <laughs> hey hey it's, it's gonna be president trump to you mister <laughs> god i hope not 
Okay, we'll we'll get away from politics here on the show. So, um, so I like I saw I saw it, and then I also have the um, special box set that mm. came out with uh, a little couple like about a year later. They took away like that director's thing mm. um, because what they did was in replace of it. If anybody who read the comic series, there's a the kid. And there's a kid out one out front of the newsstand reading a comic book. It's a pirate comic book. Right. And during the course of the comic, you see him reading it, and you also read that comic with him. Mm-hmm. Well, they made an animated version of that comic as like a separate thing. Right, the Black Freighter. Right, the Black Freighter. Well, here they incorporated it into the actual movie itself. So, like, the version we saw, the director's cut, was, what, like three and a half hours long, it felt mm-hmm. like? Now imagine, like, another hour tacked onto that. With with go with the the black freighter intermixed with it. No, it was three hours six minutes. The director's cut. Okay, so add like no. So now with the thing, it'd be four hours. Yeah, it <laughs> <That> matters. <laughs> so so now imagine like another hour, hour and fifteen tacked onto that. Yeah. So it'd be like a four hour movie. Just, and every once in a while, action action, fade to black, comic book. Yeah, you know. So and I I haven't watched that. I mean, because I saw the black freighter separate. And I've mm. seen the director's cut separate. Mm. There's no need for me to see it together. Right. Um, but it, it's a nice little box set. It comes with that movie. It comes with it comes with the Black Freighter by itself as well. Mm. It's a real nice set. I uh, I think also like a hardback, a little mini, maybe a mini hardback copy of the. Oh no, a motion comic of the Watchmen. Yeah, right. Right. So I enjoyed it. I mean, it's. I think it's a, a good comic book movie. Mm. Some people don't like it because it changes the ending, but you. In my eyes, you kind of need that ending to for the mass people yeah. to make it to make it more mass appealing. You kind of have to change the ending a little bit. Yes. Yeah. You know? What do you think, Stacey? This is the first time you're watching. Yeah. Right? Yes, it was the first time. It, well, before you start, it was one of the movies that she did pick. So before we left, it was like pick three movies okay. or pick a couple movies. Okay. Yeah. Um, completely going in blind. Uh-huh. To the Watchmen, like completely blind, know nothing about it, didn't even know the people's names, nothing, right? Mm. Totally will admit that, not ashamed of it. Um, but because I had never seen it before and was always kind of interested in seeing it, but never really had a reason to like sit down and watch it by myself, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, was like, okay, well, there, guys, it's a comic book movie, they'll want to watch this, and I've never seen this, so done, sold, right? Uh, luckily, that's what y'all ended up picking, so it turned out being <laughs> fine. Um, it was easy to follow mm-hmm. for me. Like, com- like I said, completely going in blind to the it, knowing nothing about it. It was really easy to follow. It was nice to look at. I don't like. Wait, hold on. I have his name, Doctor Manhattan. Look at me. He's not just the blue guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him. Um, I don't like that he asks questions that he already knows the answers to. But that's mm-hmm. more like a pe- a pet peeve of like myself. I'm right. Like, why did you ask me if you already like in life? I don't like that. So that just kind of tweaked the nerve for me a little bit. Um, Junior Al, what's his name? Uh, the Night Owl. Is okay. Night Owl. Well, I call him Junior Al because there's the the guy that played the older Al, and right. then all of a sudden he's like his friend, and now he becomes the Al. So he's been dubbed in my head Junior Al. He's Captain Savaho for me. And I don't like superheroes like that. Would you like to explain Captain Save a Ho for the people at home? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't. I don't like the superheroes that that want to save the girl and 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 they don't want to upset anyone and they don't want to make waves and they're like the the ultimate good guy of this of the comic or the superhero movie or whatever you want to call it. And I don't 
what? I'm just confused. Which hoe was he saving? It's it's the dimension the, yellow. The we call Miss Jupiter. Yeah, well, Scar. It was uh, the yeah. daughter. Silk Spectre. Silk Spectre. Yeah. Like clearly he had something for her, right? But because she had something for Dr. Manhattan, obviously he never made a move on that. And then even when she makes a move on him, he's like, well, we can try this, but I just don't think that we should do this. Bitch, you're a man. What man? And she's cute. Like, I'll totally admit when she's cute, what real man is going to be like, I'm going to turn this thing down. Look at them legs and them boots that don't really look like boots, but that's neither here nor there either. You know what I mean? Like, it just didn't. He's just like the nice guy, like a pansy. And I don't, I don't like the Captain well, Save a Host superheroes. I don't think you, I mean that's the thing. I, I think it was a misrepresentation of that. I don't probably because he, he's not really Save a He's he is the nerdy guy that's fawning over Silk Spectre. So he's Captain Save a He's not Captain Save a Well, see, I think <laughs> I think your problem is is that you are applying the Captain Save a thing that that she's a hoe. It's the idea of the White Knight syndrome. Right. It's the right. guy who's got to come in and go. I'll be your best friend because I love you and I care about you. Yeah. And I'll always be there for you because one day you're going to turn around and look at me and go, this is the man I should have been with the whole time. She feels the same way about Superman, mm-hmm. Captain America, mm-hmm. any of those guys that kind of feel like, like... the good guy. Yeah, like if, if there was a cowboy movie, if the guy was wearing a white hat, he'd be Captain Save-A-Ho to her. Yes. Because yes. it would be like, it's that pure like everybody we can all get along it's how snow white is for me <laughs> she's the female version of captain save a you know? <laughs> basically <laughs> um i really liked rorschach it's the he didn't really want to follow anyone's rules and you know he's kind of sassy and i really like that and then he like wasn't afraid to talk shit to people you know I mean he's like the 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 badder guy of the good guys. And that's what I like in a hero. You know what I mean? Like, can you just be kind of bad sometimes? Like every once in a while, just be kind of sassy and arrogant and like have this, I know everything you can't tell me shit attitude. I'd rather that than the white knight syndrome. Right. Don't know why. Just the way that it is for me. Um, I liked the girl. So what's her name again? Silk Spectre. Her. I liked her. I thought she looked really good. I liked her costume. You know what I mean? Like, I got the whole following in her mom's footsteps thing. Like, I got it. I followed the track of the story really, really well. Never once was I lost or anything. Uh. My biggest complaint didn't actually have anything to do with her and her <laughs> acting and her story and any of that. It was more like whoever designed her and decided to figure out what she was going to do. She had these amazing thigh-high, like, like latex boots with, like, this sexy heel on them. And, like, I'm a shoe girl. You know what I mean? So, like, that matters a lot for me. Like, a lot. You have no idea how much shoes matter for me. So, like, to see her wearing these awesome boots at one minute, and then the next minute she's wearing flat boots. And I'm like, okay, I noticed that. Y'all didn't think anyone was going to notice that? Because I guarantee you every single girl that watched that movie noticed that. I promise it happened. I noticed it, too, the first time. Like, when, when she's fighting... She's got the heels on, but when, when you know when she's walking into the room, yeah. she's got the heels. But when you needed to throw a kick or to yeah. just do the superhero landing, yeah, because she can't she can't kick or fight in those in those high heel yeah, boots. Yeah, but it would have been fine if she would have had the boots on the flat boots on the whole time. It still would have been sexy. Like they're still thigh high boots. You would think with all the green screen that was done in that movie, they could have just, they could have just, just digitally enhanced the yeah. wheel. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, as a character, I liked her. I enjoyed her. I thought that she was kind of, um, like, risque. I got why she was mad at Dr. Oh, God, I got... I so understood why she was mad at Dr. Manhattan. Like, the whole time she's talking to her, I'm like, yes. Just punch him in the face. You know you want to. <laughs> just punch him in the face. He's being sassy. He's asking you questions that he already knows the answer to. That's annoying for any girl, right? Like, any girl, right? Like, if if... 
if you ask your wife a question that you know you already know the answer to and she knows you already, is she going to take that very well? No, she's not because no girl does. Like it's a girl thing, right? Like don't ask us stupid questions. We don't like that. It's okay for us to ask stupid questions. But it's, uh, yo, there you go. But it's, I'll admit it. I'll, I'll totally admit it. I'm not mad at that. It's, it's, you know, it's just a difference. Y'all ask y'all stupid questions. We don't like it. We feel like it's okay for us to ask stupid questions. And y'all should be okay with that. Y'all shouldn't get mad at it. Y'all shouldn't get upset at it. Y'all do, but y'all shouldn't. You know what I mean? Y'all then, do, but you should. You know, then we get mad that you got upset at, at, at what we thought was a very simple question. <laughs> you know, like, I'll admit it. I'll go ahead. See why I love her. <laughs> I'll admit the faults that females had. I, I have no problem in admitting the faults that we have. I'm not the quote-unquote feminist. Like, that is not me, right? Like, uh, at all, that is not me. So, like, I'm totally into saying, well, that girl's kind of stupid. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> shit, that wasn't a good idea. Why'd you do that? Now you make yourself look like an idiot. So no one told you that you looked like an idiot? Like, <laughs> totally I'm okay with, with womanizing, even though I'm a girl. <laughs> totally okay with it. But, I mean, other than that, it was a good movie. I'd watch it again. It was long. It was really long. Yeah. You know, like, I wasn't really expecting that. Yeah, it's something you don't really watch on, a, like, a weekly basis or no. monthly basis. Right. It's no. like, oh, it's been a year. You know what? I haven't right. seen it in a while. Let me, let me peruse this for two years. Right. I, I forgot how long it was because I forget how long the theatrical version was. Like, I think the theatrical was, like, two and a half. Yeah. Seems to be the thing with Zack Snyder. He does a three-hour movie, shaves off a half hour, and then just to be able to do a director's cut. Looking at you, Batman v Superman. Like, <laughs> that seems to be his thing. And Warner Brothers is like, yeah, just shut, shave off whatever you want. It doesn't really matter. And then we'll just do a director's cut anyway. I, I wonder, though, if Warner Brothers puts a time restraint on movies. I don't think it's them. I think it's the theater itself. Because back in the old days, you only had a limited theater. You had limited theaters. Mm. So if a movie went over a certain time, it meant that you could only have one, maybe two showings of that movie, and that would cut down the income that's being put into the theater. Right. Where if you know the movie's like an hour and a half, you can get four or five showings in a day. See, that's the only problem that I have that with that theory is the fact is is that when you like had Lord of the Rings, which was three hours a pop, right. before the director's cut. Right. You know, they were all movies, and they were just constantly being shown every year when they came out. It's it's just really, it's like, why then is Watchmen something that's been since the late early 90s till today, you know, or till it was made, people wanted to see that movie being made. I mean, there was a lot of stars that, that get passed through, right. you know, wanted to be a part of it, well, and then got passed. I mean, again, I think that that's, I mean, it wasn't until Lord of the Rings, I think, that it was still kind of like the standard. I mean, because it came out, I think, before the first Lord of the Rings movie. No, it came after. After really? it was like not. It was two thousand was the first Lord of the Rings movie. I, I mean, I, I do think though it has to do with the number of showings. If the studios want, like Lord of the Rings is coming out, you know, Lord of the Rings is gonna like. There's a following for that book, right? There's a following for the Watchmen, but maybe not as big as as, as big as Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. I mean, Christ, it's on a fucking Zeppelin cover album. You know, <laughs> it's on a Zeppelin album cover. So yeah, you kind of get that. Like, I don't see like yeah, Watchmen could be huge, but when you know, it's one of those things like maybe they're, that they didn't think that people, the average person, wouldn't go in to see a superhero movie about superheroes. That aren't the ones we all know, and that we—it's not Superman, it's not Batman, it's not Aquaman. It's just soup, these guys in costumes who you know nothing about until you walk in and sit down and see him. Mm. And then during the course of the story, you find out all about the characters. 
you know, like you know, you find out more about the comedian after he's dead than when he was with live. Mm -hmm. like, so I think that that's where like you can walk in and go, oh, it's Superman. I know what to expect because I know Superman. Right. Who knows Rorschach? You know. Right. I I was always kind of disappointed that he never told you like in the comic they'd give you the origin of the mask of his mask, mm -hmm. like how it came to be. I was always like kind of hoping they would have had that in the like right. in the story, but right. they didn't. I get it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> anything else you like to add to that? No, I mean, it, you know, it, it stands on its own. I mean, I think it's a fine film. I mean, I recommend it anybody who wants to see it. Yeah. You know, it's a good movie to to follow. I mean, Grant, you don't know the characters, but you know the character types. I mean, yes. there, there are definitely character types in there that you kind of go, oh, I can relate that to Batman or I can relate this to Superman. Yeah, like there are other characters. It does kind of... The gambit, you can see, like you said, the Superman, Batman. I would even throw Captain America in there, mm -hmm. Wonder Woman. You know, um, any kind of anti-hero, the Punisher. Like, there's the archetypes. Right. Personalities are intermixed with these characters, and you just kind of go, all right. Like, I, like, I, I think the story goes that Alan Moore wanted to use the Justice League at the time. And DC was like, well, what are you fucking kidding me? You can't have Superman do that. You can't have Batman do that. Like... So Alan came up with these characters, I think. Don't quote me on that, because right now there's somebody, there's some nerd going, that is not the way it happened. Click, 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 click. <laughs> send. <laughs> send your hate mail to Ed. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Well, if you send your hate mail to me, send dick pics to Sean. <laughs> 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 well, look, before uh, we go, um, I did not, like I said, we did not go to the movies this, this weekend. Yeah. So I don't know what, what went where as far as um hey you having problems right yeah my mouse just died <laughs> story of my life did you bring extra batteries yes i did okay well while we're uh while ed's changing batteries um i don't know how the top five box office went this weekend yeah Did you know okay i'm just talking in general yeah. you know um but i did want to take this opportunity Sorry, folks. A little behind the scenes. I there was a moment I was just talking to nobody because I was like, okay, Ed's busy digging around for batteries. I look over to my girl, and the mic fell a little bit. She's like, oh my god. She's like, there was a moment of flash of panic going in her eyes. I'm like, yep, I'm all alone out here. <laughs> so there was a letter. I don't. I don't know. Ed. Ed put it as a news article or not. You did put it as a news article. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, do you want me to post postpone my comments? Yeah, you can go right ahead. Okay. So, can I kind of use this because, article? Because got, I got plenty of other articles that you can use this now as as a uh, leading, time filter, well, as a leading as to the box office because it actually does tie into the box office. All right. Stuff. Well, that's that's good. So, go ahead and do that. <laughs> and then, uh, I'll do what I have to do, and then you, you know, do what you gotta do. I'll do what I gotta do. You got it. You got it. I got it. You got it. I'm out. All right. So, uh, there was this letter, an open letter to the Warner Brother executive. Um, that came out. It was pretty interesting. Like I, it was an X letter. It, here's a, here's the long story short of it is, is that guy writes a letter or person I forget who it was. Um, wrote a letter to Warner Brothers, the execs at Warner Brothers, basically saying, "Hey, why are you still your movies are subpar? Why are the people that are doing these movies still getting jobs?" And yet you're laying off people who work hard behind the scenes. And it was this real lengthy, I thought was a real interesting letter. Um, now, granted, keep in mind, it is a um, disgruntled employee. So take it with a grain of salt. You can yes. be like, you know, hey, well, you guys are doing. 
But I thought in the letter was that, oh, where is it? Um, I'm going to try to see if I can find quotes here because, hey, because, uh, all right, here you go. This, this is one thing. What are you even doing? I wish to God you were fo forced to live out in a car. Like, um, maybe Wonder Woman wouldn't be such a mess. Don't try to hide behind a great trailer. People inside are already confirming it's another mess. It's almost impressive how you keep rewarding the same producers and executives for making the same mistakes over and over again. I well, Wonder Woman's not even out yet. Yes. And the trailer looked phenomenal. And then there is this, like, person, again, disgruntled employee, so it could be gossipy. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like, I'm sure, like, when you left your job or you quit your job or you got fired from your job, you still interact and talk to the people that you used to work with. Nope. I burn those bridges <laughs> every time. No, no. Right. I was saying that there would be a show because you and I used to work together. How <laughs> many times I try to burn this bridge <laughs> and it just keeps coming back. The ironic part is, is I got hired to replace him. The first time. The first time. and then I he... left on my own accord, by That's the way. That's right. On the okay. first time. Right, whatever. I, Look. I thought I'd get a better job. And, you know, because the job we worked at, the pay sucked. Like, yes. you know, yeah. we, we both can agree upon that. And when I got, when I left that job, I went to a job that was a babysitting job. I babysat <laughs> computers is basically what it was. They would, they would walkie talk me. I used to live, this is a huge building. It was over like five city blocks long. It was one huge warehouse. Mm -hmm. And it was for uh, 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 Nine West, which is a big shoe company. And, I know. Oh, you know <laughs> okay, so you know what I'm talking about. They, they was a, their big distribution center in New Jersey, and I worked there for almost a year, and I was basically a babysitter. I would come in, I would print out all these reports and hand them out to people, which is like, a, the, like the most demeaning job a computer person can get. Yeah. I mean, you know, like a secretary could do that or somebody who has really no skill you know. i went to like, school for this yeah i should be going here's the financial reports of you that's right exactly <laughs> and then and then i would they would have walkie talkies and that's how they communicated because the building was so huge ed there's a tip again on floor two building one yeah and exactly <laughs> basically yeah and like the label printer would be down and i'd have to walk over and go yeah it's broken i have to call somebody <laughs> And then and then walk back to my office, which was like twenty five minutes to walk back. Make a phone call. Oh, when are you coming out this day? All right, click. And I'm thinking, I used to work on label printers, right? Like, and I send me the parts. I could fix it. I, I could do this myself. And I would. I, I like sometimes I would fix them. Right. And they got mad at me for fixing the printer, but I'm like, I just saved you a day's worth of work that you now can, you know, right? You know, I, I increased production because that printer station is now working. Like, why? And why would you go and do outside well, your station? We have station? a contract. We're paying these people, and I'm like, you're wasting your money, is what you're doing. <laughs> and I, why don't you take that contract and pay? Add that to my salary. Salary, and then no harm, no foul. Yeah. Like, and then, and then, of course, they after a while, I had to leave because. I was falling asleep because I ended up changing my hours. I used to work like nine to five. And then that I was in the middle shift and there was an early morning shift and they fired the early morning <clears> shift because <throat> the guy was falling asleep because he had to be at 6am. <laughs> so it was, so I became the 6am guy. So I was me and the security guy were the only two there. So I got a lot of stuff done in the first three hours, but it's, it's like one of those type of things. And then you have to work till late and then you get home and I was North Jersey. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, like a, 25 30 minute ride it was right. like over an hour to get home so i would crash and like i had no life social life or whatever so what ended up happening was is that like they 
I'm like, I did everything. Like, I, I'm not like I t- would take a break. Like, it wasn't like I was just like at my desk and I, you know, <laughs> like, oh, it's my 15 minute break. And I go in my car and I'd set my alarm and I, you know, I, I would wake up right before and get back in. Right. They didn't like that at all. They didn't like the fact that mm-hmm. you had a break that you clocked out on and you yeah. took a nap? Yeah. Why? They just, they, they were, just, they they were just frowned very, upon? They frowned upon it. There was very, very stickler stuff and. They just they wanted everything so so their way, you know. It was just not that kind of thing. So I ended up leaving that job. And Brett, who we both know, working from Glenroy at the time at the label company, uh, he said, "Hey, they're looking for a replacement for another technician that was right that was leaving at the time." So I was like, "Great, I'll come back." And of course, that was premature for them to hire me back at Glenroy. And then that's why I ended up in the label department instead of. Uh, this is a nice long way of saying that, you know, even though you left the company, you still sometimes redeem a friendship right. between employees, right? <laughs> but I burned that fridge after I left. After they let me go after this, that time, they right. let me go because... So, like, well, anyway. well, no, no, I got you. Um, because, like, this person, you figure there's got to be some truth to it, though. I mean, if they're probably still talking to the people in the business, even though they may not work for Warner Brothers anymore, mm-hmm. there's got to be, like... I, I used to go to lunch with, you know, Bob at Dunham Accounting. Yeah. And Bob in Accounting tells me that Wonder Woman movie, whoo, judging by the books, things fucked. You know, or, yeah. hey, you know, here's Tammy over in, you know, production going, that Wonder Woman movie, oh, that's really a mess. You know, that's horrible. We saw Final Cut, and, oh, my God, it's horrible. Or we, the stuff that we're seeing, it's really bad. Like, you don't know. So it seems like they're already kind of up being uppity about it. Yeah, but, like how much I've seen the dailies and they're horrible. Yeah, I don't know how exactly. much special effects is going to fix this yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but it's dailies. It's not like, hey, look, there's Wonder Woman swinging a swing, a swinging a sword, and she's not hitting anything. That's because the digital department didn't put anything in there. You, du- you dummy! Like, <laughs> it looks like <laughs> the she... screen screens, the green screens are horrible. Yeah, like I don't well, know. It has to be green. Couldn't it be fuchsia? Yeah, like <laughs> who is she fighting? I see her doing a lot of sliding. Oh, I really hope to get rid of all those wires. <laughs> why is that guy holding a silver... White women can't jump. Why are they Why are they holding that big silver ball on the end of a stick? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, behind the scenes humor jokes yeah, for movies. Hey, that's what we bring you. Stuff maybe you guys never see. <laughs> so, Joe Fury... Sorry, um, excuse me if I get your last name wrong, but he he actually put a comment on there. All right. Um, he's like, I can't agree with all. Batman v Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad are easily among the best films I've seen all year. I'm still mind boggled at the notion that critics didn't like Suicide Squad. I can't even comprehend that one. And I have didn't have I wanted to have a response. Yeah. But you know me, I'm wordy. Yes. I'm lengthy, so I didn't feel like I could type out anything. You're lazy, too. But I'm lazy, too. <laughs> I'm lazy when I do decide to actually Instead do... of typing it out, I'm going to use our show to respond well, because, to this joke. Well, because I do think that, that his frustration kind of fits into this, the thought pattern of today. Mm-hmm. And personally, I was like, here's my, here's, here's my thing. And again, if you liked both movies... That's great. Can't take that away from me. Like, I thought Suicide Squad was just an average movie. It wasn't mm-hmm. great. It wasn't horrible. It was average. Right. But I could be jaded, too, because I do... It sounds like I, I almost go to the movies every weekend. Yeah. So if you're a person who gets out once in a blue moon and you go out to these movies and you go, oh, my God, it was great. And I'm going, yeah, if you want a great movie, go see fucking Jason Bourne because that was a phenomenal movie. Like, I liked it. You know? Yeah. Like, 
Suicide Squad to me was eh, it was all right, you know. But the thing is, you know, without sounding insulting about it, it's it's the common phrase of one man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah, like it doesn't, you know, like people. I think the problem with a movie like Suicide Squad and what DC's been having a problem with mostly in most of their movies, whether you personally like them or not, I think the problem is is that it's they're not. You're not walking out with that wow factor. Like mm-hmm. Some people are, some people aren't. And I think critically, everything that you've seen in those movies seem to be all flash, no substance. You know, like with, with Batman v Superman, they really ran it down your throat. Like, it's Batman v Superman. It's going to be a throwdown for the ages. And the fight lasted, what, seven minutes in a, in a three-hour movie? Yeah. So, And then there's like, oh, my God, here's this spectacle. And here's that spectacle. Because Zack Snyder is great at doing those beautiful, like, you know, when we watch Watchmen... There's some really moments you go, wow, that is really pretty. Like that's really, ba- it's a gorgeous looking shot. Doesn't mean anything, but it's a gorgeous looking shot. And I just kind of feel like Batman v Superman, as well as Suicide Squad, had that kind of. And I know Zach didn't direct Suicide Squad, yeah, but I do feel like Warner Brothers is having this f- flash over substance. Like it seems to be like, hey, look how pretty this is, and let's do a marketing thing to show how pretty it is. But then, and to pull you in to get your ass in the seat, and then afterwards, it's like, all right, I'm here. I wasn't wild. Like, some people were, some people weren't. I mean, me personally, I wasn't. So, like, I don't say, like, Joe, you're wrong for thinking that. It's like, it is what it is. I mean, I, I'm glad he likes it, because him liking that movie will just ensure that, you know, they'll keep doing them. I, I'm going to go no matter what, because I'm a sucker for it. But I'm going to also be honest and go like, look, it was an okay movie for me. I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm not going to go see Suicide Squad 2 when it comes out. Right. But it might make me a little, I won't be, may not be seeing it opening weekend. I'd be like, yeah, maybe next weekend. Like, or I got something else better I want to say. You well, look I'm like, I, was like, I got something to say. Yeah, just, you are you salivating know, I mean, a little bit. You know, and I, I want to say it this way. It's, you, you're right. Uh, uh, visual, visuals is what Snack Snyder does best, I think. And yeah. all of his movies, I mean, he has every every movie he's has done has been a vi- visually stunning looking movie, yeah. and that's that's great. But the stories are weak, and I mean, like, I don't know what if I'm playing Snack Snyder because I don't know if he, what he's written and right. what he's not written, and I'm not going to get in the whole debate and figure out which ones were which. But watching Batman v Superman, the director's cut, it made more sense because everything fit. It with all the extra little scenes that they added right. made the movie perfect. It was like. That's what they should have released. They should have released a three-hour version of it. They should have made it rated R or whatever it was. Right. That, that they should have done that way in the beginning. The only thing is, is that that weak plot line. It's a weak plot line. It's a it's it's that Martha, you know, matching up. And if people haven't seen it, sorry. I don't, I don't spoiler. Know, spoiler. But, Superman, Batman. But at this point, it's out on Martha. DVD right. and Blu-ray. You should be, you know, if you haven't catched yet, I don't know what to tell you. That, that, to me, is just a weak plot line. So that really minimizes that whole epic adventure. It just makes that whole huge, glorious, right. visual, stunning movie look so weak because when you go, Martha, your your mother's Martha, my mother's Martha. You know, and it's right. like, now I'm going to protect her because her mother is the same way. Not the fact that this woman is now trapped by Lex Luthor. Right. It doesn't matter what her fame <laughs> is. Batman, go save her. You know, that's right. like, that should be your, your ultimate goal. Not the fact that, oh my God, we're now going to be best friends because our mothers are the same first names. <laughs> then in Suicide Squad, it was a whole movie. I mean, you can you can literally see that movie. But what was the weak plot in that? I don't know what was the weak plot, but I'm, I'll be honest. It was Guardians of the Galaxy. A bunch of thieves, well, a bunch of bad guys. Yeah, that, 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 I could see <laughs> that. You know, 
but like the thing is, is that I, I with Guardians of the Galaxy, there's a reasoning behind a why they're themes. You know, right. like, like you kind of get that that feeling. You know, when you have Rocket Raccoon and and uh, Groot. They're bounty hunters in a way. They're trying to right. collect a score. You know, they're not just you know, right. stealing things just to sake of stealing things. Right. You know, where uh, 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 Star-Lord is more of kind of like the Indiana Jones character where he's trying to find artifacts. Right. And collect. Well, instead of putting it in a museum like Indiana Jones would, he would try and make some profit right. off of it. You know, so that's, those, those are the kind of things. You get Suicide Squad. I mean, through all the years that we've watched all these villains in, in television or in, in comic books or whatever right. iteration of media that you're looking at, they're just bad guys. I mean, they're just people that... That's you what know, they do. That's what they do. <laughs> you know? Oh, God. I hate it. It's like, it's like nails down the chalkboard. It's like, oh, I, I hate that so much. But the point of that is the fact is is that it was a whole movie, and the Mallor, uh, the Waller trying to save her in the in the movie was kind of to me the weak plot point. Right. You know, I, I when I saw it, I was like, I kind of knew it. Like I was like, right. yeah, it was already there. You know, like the writing was on the wall. Well, yeah, it's like that was you know that's typical. You know, that's typical DC. So that's that's not a surprise for me. And that's the thing. Like I wasn't surprised the characters, the way they were, the way they were flushed out in, in this movie. I didn't like because of all the history of I know of Joker right. of, of Harley Quinn. Like I I know who they are, and that really kind of bothered me through the whole through the whole movie. Uh, and that's it. that's the kind of thing, you know. But I mean, visually it's stunning. I mean, like I can't I can't knock it. I mean, the visual effects, the special effects were great. Right. The, the 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 you know the uh, uh, well, that's about it. Let's <laughs> 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 see the characters. Now the characters were some of them were really that great, you know. Some of them I'm like eh, about like some like I I didn't know too much about. And those are the characters like I didn't really care about, you know. Right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. There's... And then, and then for me, it's the it's the Will Smith being being dead shot. Right, yeah, you... I could be it could be anybody. I don't care, you know. I mean, like I know some people like, oh, he's a white guy. I don't care about that. It's right. Will Smith. That's that's all you see is Will Smith. I... You see Will Smith doing Will Smith, and that's all he can do. It's like if you got Tom Cruise, it's Tom Cruise doing Tom Cruise, you're and right. it's like you know, and that loses it for me. You have to put in sure. a person that would be like. You know what? He's an actor. I kind of see, you know, from time to time. Like, I'm trying to think of the actor's name who played uh, Commissioner Gordon in the Batman movies from uh, Nolan. What was his name? The actor? Uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. He's one of those actors that you could put in that. I mean, I'm not saying him being dead shot, right. but you would never realize it because he so transforms into a character. And that's that's what you should have done for Dead The way Johnny Depp does for his movies. No. <laughs> not even close there, bud. Don't you talk bad about him. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a bad actor. I'm just saying Johnny Depp plays Johnny Depp. <laughs> it's a Johnny him. Depp shtick. <laughs> that's, that's what he does. Yes, he does. A, Johnny Depp does a kooky character, that's... but yet Gary Oldman's a thespian. I mean, <laughs> you, when you see Sid and Nancy, and you see Dracula, and you see you know like when, all when, these when, movies, when and you go, true... "That's the same guy," and you go, "Fuck!" True Romance. He had what 15 minutes in the movie. He was, was a drug dealer. I was like. That was Gary Oldman? Yeah. Like, well, I didn't even recognize him. Dead eye, gold teeth. I was like, Dreadlocks was like, that's the guy who played Dracula. And that's the guy who <laughs> plays Zorn in, in The Fifth Element. Yes. You know, you're, you, these characters, I can name a list of characters, and you go, that's the same guy? Yeah, it is. And that's yeah. pretty fucking awesome. Hey, who's the guy in the makeup? Johnny Depp. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of tell it's Johnny Depp after a while. You're like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, but... I do love Johnny Depp movies. I mean, he, he does. I mean, I'm not saying wrong. I love Johnny Depp movies. Right. I watch everything. Like, I've seen. A, I have quite a few of Johnny yeah. Depp's movies. I love Johnny Depp. 
But Johnny Depp plays the same type of character. He plays a quirky character. And yeah. after a while, you go, yeah, that's Johnny Depp. You, you, you go Gary Oldman, you're like, no, that's not him. Yeah, that's fucking Gary Oldman in this movie. You know, you can't tell. And that's the kind of thing. I mean, there's a couple actors that are like that, that have yeah. great roles, and they just can't tell that that's the same person. And, you they know, and, and, they and, immerse and, themselves. Right. Um, there is one thing I did want to touch on that when you talked about the weak plot line of, of Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Everyone, like, when the moment you go, oh, the whole Martha thing bothers people, the people who are against it, who go, well, how come you, you like, they right away try to do Civil War with Captain America and Bucky. Again, the whole, he's my friend. My response usually is, is that you saw they were friends when they were kids. They were growing up together so that when he died, when Bucky died, spoiler, in, in, in uh, Captain America, when in Captain America, first Avenger, the yeah. first Avenger, you go, oh, poor Cap. Like, you don't think anything about it. But when he comes back in Winter Soldier, you're like, oh, my God, here comes Cap trying to save his buddy and trying to pull him back from the brink of whatever it is because that's he's Captain Save-A-Ho, you know, as yeah. you would put it. Um, well, well, that's the thing, though. I mean, Captain America was frozen for yeah. 40 years or 70 years it was in the, in the, in the Semantic Bird universe. Right. So for him, that's all he knows, like from 1940 right. to, you know, at, at it the was moment his, it was his best. It was already established that him and Bucky were best friends. So why not go to the end to try to save your best friend? Yeah. Batman and Superman just met. Yes. And it was like, rock'em, sock'em robots for a little bit. And then it was like, Oh my God! Your mom's name's Marvin. My name's Oh my God! Let's be besties. Yeah, and that's to me the the weak part of the fight of style. And they're like, "Well, you just didn't get it because Batman regains his humanity." It's like, it's fucking Batman. Batman shouldn't have to regain anything. Yeah. you know, like he's, I, I, you know, like it, it was kind of a it was a little weak of a Batman character. Not mm-hmm. saying that Ben didn't knock it out of the park, but I just kind of feel like to try to have that much weight between two characters that literally just met. Yeah. To be like, that's what breaks you guys up. It's a little harder to kind of sit with me rather than the whole, you know, Cap's like, he's my friend. And Iron Man was like, I was too. You're like, oh, come on. But you go, but you've seen how many movies of that friendship or that, that, that knock and heads where you kind of, when that line hits, you go, Ooh, like, right! It's been you know, four or five movies into it already yeah. that you go, okay. Now you now you see where it's coming. You from. You see the characters and who they are from the from the big picture aspect. And when that moment happens, you go, shit! Like like in Civil War, when it's like when when Iron Man goes, yeah, but he killed my mom. You're like, fucking kick his ass, Tony! Like yeah. you just you're just like kick his fucking ass, and you get it. Where like Batman v Superman is like, oh Martha, save Martha. What you say Because my mom's saying. Mom's that name too. I promise you, Martha will not be harmed in any way. Like I said, when when one woman comes out and Justice League comes out, we'll be there. Oh yeah. And I mean, you know, I mean, I feel obligated to go see it the first weekend just because of the show we do. Yeah, well, that's obvious. You know, so like Suicide Squad two comes out. Yeah, we'll be there in the first weekend. You know, we'll be we'll be there watching it. Y'all, y'all watching it. I'm not going to that. Boycotting it. Oh yeah, You're... yeah. I'm not watching that shit. What if? Um, okay, well now I know why because of the whole Joker thing. Mm-hmm. When the solo Batman movie comes out, if Jared's in it, are you going to see that? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, yeah. I don't know because while I thoroughly enjoy Ben as Batman, so like that part I really really like. I hate Jared as the Joker. 
So it's going to like make me cringe a little bit the minute I see him walk on screen. I, I, don't, I don't know, to be honest. Okay. Well, I, don't, thing, I really don't know. The thing I think you, you really don't like about the whole thing is the relationship between him and Harley in that movie. Is that, is that a good way of... Yeah, that was a big problem what for me. What if Harley's not in the solo Batman movie and it's just him versus the Joker? We'll see. Okay, let's put it this way. Let's say that they made that come out pre-Suicide Squad, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And Leto played the Joker all on his own without his love ruining it. I will say I have always liked the way he looked. It did not bother me the way that he looked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, aside from like the teeth thing, only because of the theory that they had with the teeth thing. Right, which, if the theory <laughs> wouldn't have been there, the teeth thing wouldn't have bothered me. You know yeah. what I mean? But there was like a reasoning to why his teeth were like that. And then come to find out that's not, that's not how that works. Right. Small thing though. I could have looked past the whole like gangster thug Joker thing because I do understand everyone saying, well, it's his take on the Joker. Okay, cool. You want to make, you want to change it up a little bit and make him like your own Joker. Fine. Whatever. I could have even looked past that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it is heavily based on the fact, like my negative opinion on it is heavily based on the character that it made him because of the love that he had for Harley. It makes him very weak to me. And like anybody, I have a lot of people that are telling me that they loved it. All of those people have never picked up a comic book, ever. Mm. They've never watched it. the animated series. They never picked up a comic book. The only thing they know about Batman is Christian Bale, which is, don't get me wrong, liked it um, until he said, I'm Batman. And then in the third one, it sounded like he smoked 40 fucking packs of cigarettes a day, and that's not <laughs> what it started as. Other than that, I liked Christian Bale as Batman. I liked Ben better, but I liked him as Batman. Liked Heath as Joker. He did his own thing too, so like I'm cool with them doing their own thing, but don't change up such something that's so important to the character of Joker. Batman is his weakness. It's always been his weakness. That's the only person that he really will get sad about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when when he thinks that he's gonna be able to finally kill Batman, and then Batman doesn't show up for it in an animated episode. He's fully like super upset that. He doesn't understand why Batman didn't show up to ruin his plan. Like, his whole purpose is being bad so that he can, you know, dance with Batman. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It would have made sense if if the Joker had a different plot in Suicide Squad. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. all about Harley. I could have looked past a lot of other stuff when it comes to Leto, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe, but they've already tainted my opinion of him. To me, he's already weak. You know what I mean? Like he didn't, he didn't have any like quirky jokes. He didn't do something that I was like, wow, that's kind of scary. Cause you know, I see stuff all the time, a lot of fan art that I'm like, Sean, that's a scary looking Joker. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like that, that's some serious fear that that smile and that look in his eyes. And he didn't have that. Like he didn't look like he was psychotic and I can get behind the psychotic. I don't need him to be funny. I can get behind a psycho Joker because that's a big reason why I love him is the the mental aspect of it. You know what I mean? Mm. He didn't even have that look in his eye though. You know what I mean? Like he 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 never once did like the big, you know, like the Joker smile, that big huge Joker where you're like, shit, you know he's coming up with something really bad in his head because he has that menacing look. Leto didn't have it at all, like at all. So I don't know how into it I'll be because Suicide Squad has already my, tainted my opinion of him. Okay. You know what I mean? It's going to be really hard for me to go watch that. Well, just get back to the whole open letter and you right. know, other thing. I just think that, you know, like Warner Brothers has a a gold, piece of gold that they can use and utilize in the terms of all their DC characters. And I don't think they're producing that kind of quality, you know, right. as, you know as, as a whole. 
and you know, and the fans that you know we are that we've you know we've spent lots of years reading and 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 watching, talking about, it, and that's the thing, and that's that's what makes it tough. Is, is you know, like I people who like you said that don't pick up comic books or don't watch mm-hmm. TV shows or other other aspects of it, they tend to go, "Well, I liked it because of you know it was a great love story." Right. And they're like, "Well, that's great for you, but that's not." That's not right. true, you know, and that's a thing. And you, we kind of have to let it go a little bit. Just because we didn't like it doesn't mean that it's a sucky movie, right? But here's the, I, I do agree. The like I said, I think the backlash though is is that the more people who see the movies, that's going to be the storylines that people are going to follow. They're not like her girlfriend who said, "Well, let me go look back into the look." Chances are she's not right. You know, like these people. Right now, there's a person out there who swears that their Batman is Christian Bale, which is perfectly fine, but they'll never pick up a comic book because of it. Mm. They'll never pick up a, a graphic novel. They'll never read a novelization of any of the Batman books. You know, so it's kind of, to them, the next Batman's going to be, well, that's not, that's not Christian Bale, so it's not my Batman. Okay, you know what, that's great, but... It seems to be like it's it's when you hear a piece of music and they say it's all them and you go, well, that person sounds like Prince or that person sounds like James Brown. Like even Prince, you got to know your roots. Prince knew he was coming from a James Brown world, mm. you know, and it made, you know, he never hid that fact. There's people out there who hide the fact that like, you know what, this is my Batman. Yeah, but you can't be original because Batman's been around for 75 years. Yeah. You have to look at the history when you, put that character on screen to give not only the to me the the movie should be a springboard for a person to fall in love with that character and go I need that character I want to know more about that character you want to know more about that character 75 years of Joker you can read up on 75 years of Batman 75 years of Wonder Woman Superman you got all those guys that you when you see on the screen that you fall in love with go and read a comic book not to kind of say because they got it wrong, but just because it's it's where it came from. Mm. Like, you know, people go, well, I don't like compost. Like, well, then why are you going to go? Like, I like the movie. That Okay, that's great. Like, it, I think that when Joker becomes a household name, it waters down sometimes, especially when you don't go, well, we got this Joker from this book. So it made people go, let me go read that book. Because that... You want, in the end, more comic book fans to keep comic books going. Right. You know, instead, it seems to be like DC's always hitting the reset button going, oh, everyone likes that Joker? Reset. We're not going to make that Joker on the movie, that Joker in the comic book. And it kind of taints, in my opinion, because now you're catering to an audience rather than you're, you're giving the audience what they want rather than educating the audience to say, hey, like, you know what? It's great you like that Joker. Come on in, read this comic book, and you'll see a different Joker. Maybe a little different, maybe a little same, but it won't be exactly what you see on screen. Mm-hmm. Now, what they'll, what they'll do is they'll create a Joker that looks exactly like that into the comic book to make people go, oh, it's got Joker in it, let me go read it. Because that's the Joker they associate with, and you're just going, eh, why don't you change that and... I know I understand that. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, I mean, we how many times have we been yeah. disappointed in a lot of things that we've <laughs> gone and seen or or, or, or known about and, or read about, and you're like, oh, you know what? I, I went through all this history, and now they change it just so they can, you know, market their way. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like, okay, well, they I know they want to make money off of it, which sure. is fine. I mean, it's their property; they own it. I bought it. 
But the thing is, is that it really breaks our hearts when you see crap like that and you just yeah. go, well, you know what? I just, I spent all this time and money and you're like saying fuck you to me because I spent comic book, I spent my money on comic books yeah. or, or, or watch television shows or, or the other movies and, and go, well, you know what? I can get along with this one or I can, you know, right. you know, agree with this a little bit and all. I mean, you know, I mean, the only Batman until 89 was the 66 Batman <laughs> if Adam West the Joker there and you go. That was for us, you know, other than the comic books, was the way it was. Right. And then when the 89 came on, you're like, I can't believe a comedian's Batman. But you go. Right. You, but, Mr. Mom's Batman? <laughs> right. You know, you you, you kind of go, okay, but you got behind a little bit. But you got Jack Nicholson, and you're going, sold. So, right. Yeah. You know, and then it got can't be in bad, and then Christian Bale came in, you go, you know what? He's a believable Batman. You you buy his story because, you know, he's more into the modern world. He's, right. You know, like, you could actually see a billionaire doing this kind of weird stuff. Sure. You know, and, and becoming a, the vengeance of night. <laughs> but, but, you know, that's, that's the thing. I and mean, at least they, they gave you some kind of way of, around it to go, you know, I agree with it. This time around, I don't think they did. I think yeah. they just totally went totally fantasy on their own terms. And right. And that's the way it was. And you go... Well, what about this or what about that yeah. or what about this history or what about you know they, they're so and there's so much great history. I mean, you could pick up some of those graphic novels today and make a movie out of it, yeah. and I can guarantee you, people will love it. Like to this day, everyone's going to think Harley sacrificed herself and jumped into the tank. Yeah. <laughs> and when they go and read that article and say that it wasn't that way, they're going to be like, "Why'd they change it from the movie?" No, 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 no. The movie changed it. Yeah. Like. Know know the history that that what you saw on screen isn't what happened in the comic book. That's not the history we know. Yeah. Like uh, you know, we had a guy. She loves the fact. <laughs> it's close sidebar. How pissed off I get when people go, "I didn't shoot first. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, know your history. It happened. I was there. I was there. <laughs> I was there. I saw it happen. It was there. <laughs> There's scripts. People are coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> Chewy came out. Greedo came out. Yes. Said, yes, he shot first. I didn't get a shot off. <laughs> I didn't even shoot. I was there. But no, so back to Suicide Squad. Where did it fall in the top five, Ed? Oh, okay. Yeah, all right, let's find out. Well, the top five movies. Here we go. Number five was the number three movie of last week. It was Bad Moms. It made $11.45 over the weekend. So and- it dropped. Yes, it did. All right. And it's 71.4 overall in the three weeks of release with a $20 million budget. So All right. Bad Moms 2 coming in two years. Uh, James Bourne was number four. It was the number two movie. I'm sorry. Did you say James Bourne? Yes, I did. So it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> it was the number four movie. Now it's, uh, well, it was number two. And it made 13.6 over the weekend and 126.78 overall in the three weeks of release with a $120 million budget. So it made a start made profit. Yeah, all right. You can laugh all you want. No, okay. I was like, I'm sitting there going, hey, I want you to meet my my, my cousin, Jim Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> not, to be, not, not to be confused with Jim Bean, the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what was number two? Number three. Number three, sorry. Number three was a new release, <laughs> Peach Dragon. It made $21.5 million over the weekend with a $65 million budget. I was, I'm surprised. I thought that would make a lot more money. All right, uh, number two was a new release as well, Sausage Party. It made $33.6 over the weekend. And with a $19 million budget. So there you go. Sausage Potty 2 coming soon. Right now they can go with the number one animated movie in America. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And number one is still number one. uh, Suicide Squad made 43.7 overall uh, this weekend. And uh, 222.8 overall in the two weeks release. 
with a $175 million budget. Okay, I see a little red thing, like right next to the box. Is, this, is that percentage change? Yes. Okay, what's the number next to Suicide Squad? And negative 67.3, so it dropped from so last week's So it went total. from like, hey, 100% down, it lost 63% of no, two-thirds of last week's take. It was uh, Last weekend's take was uh, right. the 16th. Was so that's not really good. No, it's not. It's not. No, I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised it's still number one, to be honest with you. That was kind of... Well, I mean, there's nothing else. I didn't think Peach... Ba- I mean, honestly, we were kind of tempted to go see Peach Dragon this yeah. weekend, but it just never came across the boards. Plus, I mean, I remember the kid, the animated movie, well, the somewhat animated yeah. flick of Live it. action. Same with her. Right. And it was just nothing really kind of... I want to see it, but I'm also not like, oh my God, Peach Dragon! It's a movie I saw, I think it was like nine. Yeah. You know, and it was like once on TV. Right. Like that wide, wide world of Disney thing that they used to do. Yeah. Wonderful world of Disney. What yeah. was it called? That's you're right. Wonderful uh, world of Disney. Okay. That's right. I remember seeing it there and it'd just be like, all right, there you go. It's Peace Dragons, ladies and gentlemen. Like, you know, and so the live action, I'm like, I kind of want to see it, but I'm also not like, I hate to see it. Well, that's the thing that kind of surprises me. I mean, this, that, the original Peach Dragon was a mediocre movie. They, right. That wasn't like, it was a great movie, but it wasn't a horrible movie, but people kind of like, Oh, it's a family adventure. You know, families right. are going to watch it, and that's that's how it ended up being. So when they said they're remaking, I, I'm like, are, are, are they are they running out of ideas, and they just want to see? Well, let's take some of our mediocre movies and, and remake them. See you know, see they, what see what will see happen. What sticks. Yeah, I, I think Disney's just going through the motions of going, hey, look, all the stuff that we made animated, let's make live action, and whatever sticks sticks because they're probably it's it's still probably fuck you money from what Star Wars brings in. Yeah, you know, it's like. We can make failing projects, and yeah. it won't, won't hey, hurt us. Hey, hey, how much we got? Um, I'm thinking of remake a Peach Dragon. Uh, uh, how much is the budget? You know what? Um, hold on for a second. Open up a big fat wallet. Pull out a couple grand, a couple million. Here you go. Here's a hundred million. Go here's, make yourself. Here's sixty-five million. Go yeah, make a movie. It's like, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go make a movie. Yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Okay, we're gonna make Peach Dragon. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Here, here, here's like, here's how much is the budget for Peach Dragon? Sixty-five. Sixty-five. Here's sixty-five million dollars. Okay, go have some fun. You're like, <laughs> oh yeah, we get the big Peach Dragon. Woo! It made how much? Ah, well, you know what? How? That's okay. You. That's okay. They got. We call it a Scrooge McDuck safe in the back that's just his Star Wars written on it. <laughs> it's right next to the Marvel, you know, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck safe. You know? <laughs> they just kind of walk in and go, oh, I'm sorry, what are we going to do? Bed knobs and broomsticks? You want to remake that one? How's $150 million sound? <laughs> like, <laughs> like well, we only need like 60 It's okay. You put a little oomph into it. Make sure... You know, put that whole, make sure that song's in it. I love that song. You know, like <laughs> everyone loves Nazis. Put that in there too. Like, <laughs> let's make we got make that Gus movie, the Don Mott Knotts movie. Yes, we're touching Don Knotts now, You're inappropriately. T- <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Sorry, we want to make a remake of Wild Toads Ride. Wild Ride. No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's one we don't touch. <laughs> we do not touch that one. That one, no, never. <laughs> but it's a wild Mr. Toad's Wild. We know. You only go once run ride. That's it. That's we it. had it. It was wild. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we go on break, do you want to say what's coming out on Blu-ray and DVD? Uh, well, you know. Or do you, would you like to wait? Or do you have something else that you want to? Well, I want to kind of see what's coming out next so week. Out next week? And see if, uh, if there's any movies. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. Jump out. Okay. So uh, next weekend is. Because uh, the summer's winding up for blockbuster. Kind of a lackluster summer. Yeah, this is. I, I have to say, for summer blockbusters, it's not really 
Like, oh my <laughs> god, I can't wait. Uh, August nineteenth is the next weekend. We got a uh, Ben Hur. Sounds like we done this already. <laughs> we might have talked to Brad and like uh, maybe it's an extra last week or something. Maybe, I, but I, either I way, know. still on the nineteenth. I'm just kind of like it's fucking Ben Hur. There's only one Ben Hur. Morgan Freeman's gonna be in it. So I, I mean, mean that's great. Kinda... No, good. God bless him. I love yeah. him, and but it's not putting my ass in the seat. John Clon Van Damme's coming out with a movie finally again. Uh, Kickboxer Vengeance is coming out. Because we need another kickbox- kickboxer movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kobo and the Two Strings is coming out. Yeah. Uh, okay. Kids Theron movie. And uh, Rooney Mara. Okay. Okay. Uh, Southside with you. With me? With you, yes. Me personally? Well, not you personally. Oh, I was like, where am I anybody. going? What Southside am I going to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Parker Sawyers and Tika Stump- Sumter. Okay, so I'm going to say... Suicide Squad will probably be the number one movie again next week. Uh, the Space Between Us, starring Asia Butterfield and Britt Robertson. Again, you're right. Uh, and finally, finally, this might this might dethrone Suicide Squad. War Dogs with Jonah Hill uh, and Miles Teller. I do want to see War Dogs though. I do too. <laughs> I mean, I want to. I mean, granted, I'm probably me and her in the theater going. <laughs> And that's it. Yeah. But, I mean, it looks kind of fun. I mean, you know, that's based on a true story. Because you, you know how true those stories usually wind up being. You know, I just... I, I, I kind of want to see it, but not on uh, theater. You like, know? I don't know if I'm rushing out to see it. Like, if I had to rush out of me, like, next weekend, we're going to go see Sausage Party. I'm, I'm definitely seeing Sausage Party. That movie looks great. looks funny. It looks hysterical. Help make it the number one movie next weekend. That's right, people. Help me. Help them. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's quickly figure out what's coming out in this week on Blu-ray and DVD. Oh, okay, we'll do that now. Oh, unless, well, okay, I'm sorry. Do you well, not we, want to do that now? We could do it now if you want. I mean, I'm I'm asking you. Know, I mean, if you if you need t- a moment to regain composure from the wildness of this first hour, um, that was a lot of them this week. That's kind of oh, why. You okay, know, you know what? Yeah, let's save them for next. Okay. The next. Uh, I see. Again, folks, behind the scenes, I pay no attention to the what's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray because I want to be shocked and surprised as you are. So not knowing that the list was super long this week, I completely understand why there we're going to break. All right, so when we come back, new releases, a review on No Man's Sky, Ooh. and the news. There you go. We'll be right back, folks. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, yeah, so uh, that was your first hour, or first first episode but to follow it up since we were talking about um, movies and drop-offs and things like that um, Ed's bringing an article to the table about a certain movie that was just released yeah the uh, of course the Ghostbuster franchise and the latest re- iteration of it was the new Ghostbusters movie that came out not too long ago the Ghostbusters 2016 yes yes uh, I didn't even know where that fell in the top uh... yeah you do I didn't, I didn't ask so, yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can look that up real quick here while uh <laughs> Well, well, you do a tap dance and stall for a little bit. <clears throat> hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime gal. Why don't you just give me the article so I can read it while you look it up? <laughs> okay. So basically, along the short of it is, is that Ghostbusters is going to cost Sony around seventy million dollars in losses. So that kind of is not good. Um. So. When you lose seventy million dollars on a movie, what do you think happens to a movie like that, Ed? 
No sequel. <laughs> Pretty much. That's I the mean, that's the obvious, I think, out of the whole thing. It says here is that Sony's um you know, the franchise, well, so much is unclear. What does seem certain is that a sequel is not the next thing on the agenda. According to the um Ed, do you have where it fell into the top? Yeah, I do actually. It's the number twelve movie of this weekend. How it many? only made two point three million over over the weekend. How many weeks has it been out? Uh five weeks. Ooh, that's not good. No. Because you figure it should be at least top 10. I mean, it's has a $121.7 million budget so far. Or, I'm sorry, gross so far, but a $144 million budget. So it's still under budget by $19 million, But, of course, I thought with advertising right. and marketing, that really uh, I guarantee you skews that number a lot. But there's actually a Ghostbusters video game that came out, too. Yes. Based on the new iteration of the game, of the movie. Um but none of the actors are in it at all, <laughs> at all. It's, it's maybe that's a good thing. It's four complete strangers. It's like a four-person co-op thing. Yeah. And no, every I was like curious. I'm like, what were the reviews on this thing? Because it kind of came in under the radar, mm-hmm. and every review is given it horrible. It's like they don't understand it. this. The movie, the way the movie felt like a cash grab for Sony, so did this video game. <laughs> it was just like, hey, we got this. Let's throw some money at it, and maybe we'll generate something. Yeah. Who <laughs> no, it didn't. Um, so it's it's you know. Well, they're they're talking about the future of it. Is uh, they're they're talking about uh, doing you know something with it because um, uh, uh, I had it here uh, Ivan Reitman, you know who who has a company. It's the. Uh, uh, I forget what they what they call the projection company of this. It's some uh, Ecto Squad, I think it's called. Okay, and uh, they're going to make an animated series out of it. Is basically what it comes down to. Makes sense because you know, let's say after the first Ghostbusters, second Ghostbusters came out, they actually had a cartoon series called the Real Ghostbusters. Yes. So I mean, and that was a pretty good show. I mean, I enjoyed it. So yeah, I mean, of course, you had the original cast, you know, from it. So I mean, you, you, you to me, like you know, Bill Murray and those type of characters. I mean, Bill Murray didn't, you know, yeah, but Bankman and and Aegon and all those yeah, characters I mean, you enjoy. It wasn't Bill Murray doing his voice, well, no. but it was is the guy who does Garfield in the cartoon, cartoon right? You know, so <laughs> <clears throat> it sounds like Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, I mean, sure, why not? Sony, if Sony can try to work something out of it, I mean, you figure if it's a Saturday morning cartoon, then maybe kids will be interested in watching the movie because there obviously clearly was a disconnect in in adult viewerships. Mm-hmm. So maybe it'll bring the kids in to buy. You know, we'll see what happens when it comes out on Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah, there, I mean, there's still talks about doing a theatrical release, but it's an animated one. It's called Ecto Force. That's what the TV series is going to be called. Oh, and so kind of like do like a hey, here's an Ecto Force movie in the theaters, and then if the you series like this, is, it's coming out. TV? See, yep. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get it. So, they're, but they're not looking till like uh, 2018 for the movie itself, you know, or the series. So, right. you know, we're not going to see it for a while, you know. Right. But, Sorry, my headphones are going out. Yeah, right. so am I a little bit. There we go. I'm back in. I'm not. So uh, anyway, is it the right year? Uh, it's it's flux it's fluctuating. So it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> anyway, I mean, so I guess that's pretty much it for this episode, right? Or yeah. Was, you got yeah. anything to add about no, the whole that's, Ghostbusters thing? No, no, I'm still reeling over the whole thing we did in the last episode. So, but you'll find out what that is coming up, or because they just heard it. This is the end of part one. Yeah, but this was in part two. Oh, okay. So we're talking about what's in part two. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. I understand. All right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for listening. If you do want to catch a show live, you can on Sunday nights starting at 6 
on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Sean, you can contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Now we'll see you in part two. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.